Welcome to We Talk Banking Finance with Walkers, where we talk to colleagues and peers about the latest trends in offshore finance. Welcome back to the Walkers We Talk Banking and Finance podcast. I'm Alice White, Senior Associate in the Banking and Finance team here in Jersey, and I'm joined today by group partner Julia Kepi, also in the Banking and Finance team in Jersey. On today's episode, we will be talking to Michael Mbai, Legal Director at Pins and Masons in Luxembourg. Michael has established the webinar series known as Fund Finance Expert Talks, launched a fund finance magazine, and also recently been recognized by the Jawdown as one of the most influential fund finance experts of 2022. Welcome along to the podcast, Michael. Thank you, Alice, and thank you for this kind of introduction for me today. Thank you very much. So, Michael, I just touched on some of your very recent achievements and recognitions within the fund finance industry, but you're very experienced in this market, and I think your experience actually spans over a decade now. With that in mind, and with the year drawn to a close, can you perhaps tell us a little bit about the last 12 months and what that work stream has looked like for you and how that has maybe differed, if at all, from previous years? Yes, indeed. So as you said in the introduction, I'm based in Luxembourg. And uh, as I always tend to say from Luxembourg, we have a quite holistic view of the fund funds market because you are working with in transaction with North America, with France, China Island, UK, and with as well with Asia. And we have also the domestic Luxembourg fund funds market. And in terms of uh, activity, we have seen a quite uh, yes robust activity this year. So the, the last few months on the continuity uh, on the on the previous year. So a tenant that we see is indeed more and more sophistication in transaction in market. So it's not only subline, but also an increase in terms of NAV facilities. And uh, for NAV facilities in terms of asset class, it's not only, uh, yes, a debt fund, but as well secondary funds that uh, for which we, you see as well activity. Because uh, as you know, NAV are quite bespoke transaction, but because in light of different asset class, the, the due diligence may change as well. The, the security package may, may change as well. Right. One other, other point uh, that we have seen over the last few months and on the continuity of before is the ESG for sort of dispersed towards sustainability. So uh, many uh, system link loan uh, facility. And uh, in terms of KPIs for, for the, these type of transactions, for the key performance indicators, uh, we see indeed an emphasis on the S and the G, so for the for the social and governance in terms of uh, yeah. KPI for, for this type of transactions. And also, what we can also say is that uh, at the end of 2021, we have 5.9 trillion of euro of asset under management for the Luxembourg fund industry, and uh, which was uh, actually uh, an all-time high. And uh, we see this progression as well. We have, we'll have the figure for this year in the coming uh, month because we have not yet finished the year. But we see that indeed from Luxembourg, the, the fund activity, the fund formation activity is still growing and booming and this influence naturally as well, the yes, the fund finance activity. That's really interesting and, and similar to some of the, the trends we're seeing, certainly around the NAV and the sustainability. So now we've only spoken about fund finance work up to this point, and usually that would be absolutely fine by me. But we also do some debt capital markets work over here in the Channel Islands, and of course we, with London and, and other colleagues. And I understand that you are also heavily um, heavily involved in the capital markets practice. Can you tell us a little bit about this, and also what similarities and what convergences you see between the fund finance world and the debt capital markets piece? 
Yes, indeed. So as you said, so in the introduction, so I lead the, the fund funding practice uh, for Pinson Mason here in Luxembourg, but I'm leading as well the, yes, the, the local uh, capital market practice as well. So indeed, there are a lot of synergies between both, but for, from the capital market side in Luxembourg more generally, I would say that Luxembourg is an ideal place to, to practice capital market because we have a leading stock exchange here. So the, the Luxembourg um, stock exchange and they are so generally, the, the issuance are more on the debt debt on the debt side than on the equity equity side, I would say. And um, and you have three main markets, I would say, in, in Luxembourg Stock Exchange. So you have the the regulated market, the EU regulated market, which is the Bourse de Luxembourg. You have the non-EU regulated market, which is the very popular uh, Euro MTF. And you have all as well the the secretion the securities official list, uh, which is without admission to, to trading. So on the top of this, uh, we had what as, as I used to call the jewel of the of the Luxembourg Stock Exchange, which is the Luxembourg Green Exchange, because on the top of this, you can uh, opt to for, for this exchange. And uh, this has been created in 2000, 2016 uh, as a response to the, at the time, COP, COP21, and as well as um, a response to the sustainable development goal of the United Nations. And the idea is to find a channel when to dirige resources towards sustainability. So on this platform, you can uh, in, indeed list, um, yes, green bonds, social bonds, or sustainable bonds, but you have as well sustainability league bonds, that's well that you can, uh, yes, uh, have admitted on this, uh, on this platform. Uh, yes, in terms of as well uh, for, for the Luxembourg Stock Exchange, in terms also of uh, innovation. So this year, you had as well the possibility to admit a securities token to the uh, securities official list. So this is uh, as well innovation. Sorry, Michael, I was just going to say the sustainability part is quite interesting. So is that becoming more and more popular in Luxembourg in the same way that the sustainability from finance loans are are more prevalent. Yeah, I would say that uh, this, this this came before. This is the thing that uh, which came before uh, the popularity of uh, the system big loan and green loan fund finance. And this is why, as I'm practicing capital markets, uh, I was already seeing that this is something which will be coming, uh, an innovation which will be coming as well in the in the fund finance market. And you have seen, yes, yeah, since twenty, yes, it's twenty twenty that this has been quite popular in the. In the yes, in the fund finance market, but uh, indeed this has been explosion already since 2016. Sorry, I interrupted you as well. I think so. Please. <laughs> and yes, and also uh, in terms of capital markets, uh, which an area which is generally linked to capital market is securitization. So uh, yes, in Luxembourg we have quite um, first class uh, securitization regime, which has been re revamped quite uh, recently. To Yes, to uh, permit the management, the active management of CDO and CLOs, and also as well to, to permit to six and to provide the security interest. Uh, now you have also asked regarding the, the synergies that which I see between actually the, the capital market, the fund funds activity. I think that you touch a point. Uh, this push towards sustainability is indeed uh, clearly. Uh, yes, uh, a synergy that, that I see and this is why also it's really important when you practice, I would say, fund finance capital markets uh, in continental Europe, 
to have it's a, yes of paramount, paramount importance to have the perfect mastery of all the the regulation around sustainability in Europe, like SFDR, your taxonomy, and and the like. No, that's brilliant. Thank you very much. So I guess we're currently working in an sort of uncertain economic climate, and there will undoubtedly be challenges coming to face us for the rest of the year as we, and as we move into 2023. What do you think are the main challenges that are facing the fund finance market? And is it the same challenges that face capital markets? Um, yeah, what, what do you think is coming in the next 12 months or so? I think that, as you say, that every, everyone is aware of the, the current challenges uh, in terms of, uh, from from macro perspective, uh, with this increase of interest rate, with inflation, geopolitical tension, and so on. But I would, I would say that for the fund finance part, if you look at the past, at the GFC, or after the COVID pandemic, the the, mar- the fund finance market remained resilient, and I think that this is tendency which will remain because uh, I think that fund finance technology is an important tool for, for the fund manager. Important when you have not a crisis, but as well really important when there is indeed a, a crisis and uncertainties. So, so I think I do think that uh, yes, the fund finance market will remain resilient also in light of the. Yes, of the all the pan all the panel of product that you have uh, in terms of fund finance. Couldn't agree with you more. It's it's done well over COVID. I I don't see a downturn on on our horizon. And yeah, and so sorry. The second part of the question: Do you think debt capital markets? I mean, we felt the slowdown in the debt capital market space over the past. I don't know. Should we say? three, four, five months. Um, is it the same for you in Luxembourg? I would say that in terms of activity, we don't really see a slowdown for the time being. But uh, indeed, capital market is really linked to to the market and the valuation and so on. So this is yeah. to, to see indeed what would be the result. But for the time being, we don't really see uh, such a slowdown. But, uh, yeah. but this is to, yes, to see with uh, cautious, cautious. Valuations are what's causing a lot of trouble across many, many practice areas at the moment. No, that's really helpful. Thank you. Just one final question, Michael. It's a question we like to kind of ask all of our all of our guests on the podcast. If we were to sit down and have a conversation with you in 12 months' time, for example, if you could gaze into your crystal ball, what do you think we would be talking about? What do you think the main talking points or trends might be um, this time next year as 2023 is drawn to a close? Mm. Not to put any pressure on you there. Mm. We won't hold you to it. Yeah, I think that there will be a different points. So the, the first point is uh, this push to our sustainability. I think that this this is this will stay. That this will still be a discussion that we'll have uh, yes in 2023 and uh, in the, the coming month. A second point is the sophistication industry and innovation. So now we are in the fund finance 2.0 era, but I think that uh, sophistication will continue because you have a very talented expert in the industry, uh, which are innovative and uh, innovation is part of the DNA of the finance industry. So I think that, yes, we, we will indeed see this uh, increased sophistication and also regarding the, the synergy that I was seeing between the capital markets and, and the fund finance. So uh, I talk about f- uh, securization uh, as part of capital markets or so more fund finance solution for securization ve- vehicle, but there are legal challenges when you put this into place. Uh, so indeed, and also capital market like uh, 
project for fund finance and so on. So indeed innovation. And another, yes, challenge that um, I think that is a current challenge that I could have covered in the previous question, but I think that's really still discussion. Uh, in light of this continuing innovation, it will be the, the, yeah, the competition for talent, for human capital, because you will need more and more, I would say, uh, talented uh, people to work because uh, transactions are more and more complex. So uh, it will be a challenge, but if you are challenged, you have also solutions. Solution is to, yes, indeed to continue to, to share knowledge and uh, and also focus on education. Uh, last year I was um, teaching fund finance at a program uh, organized by the University of Maastricht uh, in Netherlands. And I think that's indeed is important to, yeah, to teach fund finance already at uh, to the students. So, this can be a truly solution to this uh, lack of uh, human resource that, we, that you can have uh, in the coming month or years. That's fantastic, Michael. Thank you so much. And I think I'll probably speak for Julia and I when I say we couldn't agree more when it comes to the more bespoke transactions. We're certainly seeing more of that on our end and haven't really seen a slowdown in, in the new instructions coming in um, as, the, as the year draws to a close. So... I think while we're all just somewhat on tender hooks with the uncertainty, it is um, the work still coming in. Yeah, very reassuring. Well, thank you so much for coming along, Michael. It really has been our pleasure to have you on the podcast and best of luck with the upcoming Christmas rush. I hope it isn't too too traumatizing for you if that's the right word to use i'm not sure it is alice i'm going to be honest with you um no in, enjoy thank you michael uh, add, add my thanks and yes absolutely looking forward to speaking to you again soon yeah, thank you to you julia thank you to alice uh, for having me today and um, thank you as well for the great work that you are doing with uh, this podcast I think, as i say i think that uh, showing the knowledge is important so Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Well, we might put that at the start of the podcast now. <laughs> no. But thank you very much, Michael. My pleasure. You've been listening to We Talk Banking and Finance from Walkers. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.